we were talking Leah Thomas. And uh, as per usual, when we do the training conversation, we were heading down the Michael Obama <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> route, which is <laughs> just one of the funniest things ever. I mean, anybody, anybody out there, you got a little time to humor yourself. Go, uh, you know, go down the rabbit hole of the uh, Michael Obama and Barry Sotero. Uh, That's so funny. Yeah, it's it's an interesting route, and it's why we always joke about Michael, Big Mike Obama. You know, uh, it's (laughs) it's, she can palm a basketball. (laughs) (laughs) She always dunks on Barry. Always. I was actually worried. I saw some pictures. I thought she was the one that was a prisoner in Russia. Oh, my God. <laughs> Michelle Grainer. That's, that's the most publicity the WNBA ever got. They needed it until LeBron slaps the wig on. and uh, I, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It is crazy. So, you know, she's still there. She and It's over some vape pens, which is nuts. But, yeah, but they were like weed pens. Like I, I'll be honest. I don't even think it was a real story. I think they wanted to try and garner up some like anti-Russia sentiment, and they kind of like rolled that out, and it didn't really actually catch anything. And because it's the WNBA, like nobody really yeah, paid attention say, to it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, only thing we care, the only thing we care less about their basketball is them in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think that's what happened, though. Honestly, like I. Nobody, it got no traction, dude. Have you seen anything about it? She's apparently still in jail, you know? Yeah, she's just there. Where's Al like Sharpton? That. Yeah, he's not going to Russia. They won't let him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see him go to Russia. Look, I, I go through all the new stuff every day looking for all the outrage because that's the best stuff to talk about, and no, there's no outrage about her, you know? Uh, only outrage about Leah Thomas, Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's time for On the Docket. The news with the dudes. So you got a clip of her, huh? For, uh, yeah, I wanted you to hear. This is the NBC or uh, who's the guy? Mir Meyer. Oh, Dave Muir. So this is Chaboy. this is. This is why this is good. Right? It took four minutes and 33 seconds for Leah Thomas to swim her way into NCAA history. With her victory in the women's 500-yard freestyle, Leah Thomas is now the first openly transgender D1 athlete to become an NCAA national champion. After spending three years on the men's team, the University of Pennsylvania swimmer surpassed the NCAA requirement to compete on the women's team, 12 months of hormone replacement therapy. Still, her standout season has ushered in a wave of scrutiny, splitting her teammates, some writing public letters of support and others anonymously speaking out against Thomas, with at least one complaining she has an unfair physical advantage. (laughs) That division extended to Thursday's meet. Outside Atlanta's Macaulay Aquatic Center, a small group of supporters facing off against a handful of protesters. Leah Thomas should not be swimming in women's swimming, period, dead stop. It's an issue that has reached beyond (laughs) the pool to politics. Within the last two years, 11 Republican-led state legislatures have passed bills preventing transgender kids in K-12 schools from competing on teams that match their gender identity. 
Other states are considering similar legislation, including Georgia, where Thomas made history and tonight will compete to do it again. Wow. Now, Craig, she's got two events left, the 200-yard freestyle and the 100. The 200 is today. She's going to hit the pool for the first preliminary this morning. Craig. Blaine Alexander Force there in Atlanta. Blaine, thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. They keep saying, you notice the words they use? Yeah. She. Yeah, she. It's always. It's yeah. very, um, I don't know, the language really bothers me. I feel like they're purposefully distorting the story. So that way, if you're not quick to catch on, like you would never even know, if you didn't know who Leah Thomas was, would you even know that she, that this was a dude? No, and that's why they do it, because you, it makes the protesters look like the assholes. They don't want this woman to compete in women's swimming. Why? Right. Fuck these guys. Let the woman swim. What's going on here? Oh, she was a man until 12 months ago? <laughs> like, wh- she's tw- 21 years old. I don't get That's the rule. 12 months of hormone therapy? You but- still have the 21-year-old body of a man. You're a what, man, what man. You are a fucking... <laughs> what is 12 months of th- hormone therapy? That, that, that's, that's what turns you into a woman? <laughs> this woman's the a man, difference baby. Be- <laughs> The difference between me and a woman is 12 months of hormones. I find that very hard to believe. I don't think it's remotely true. I, I can't get over this. What a weird clip. What a weird new. This is nightly news. So my point about this is this is what now the people on the left who are being for the first time exposed to this story, this is how they're viewing it. This is the angle now. And right off the bat, someone like our dad is probably totally confused by who the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't even know. They're, no, they're, they're not saying even... she and her <laughs> and she did this and she's the first one in the women's category. Someone like our dad would be like, oh, I don't see what the big deal is. You yeah, know? first place. Good job. All right. Next, next channel. <laughs> they could just dismiss it because the language is purposefully skewed in a way that you really don't know who they're talking about. And that's what really bothers me about all of this is now the left, now the state media, the legacy media can now claim, they can say openly, oh, no, no, we covered this story. We talked about Leah Thomas, you know, and they did it in a very kind of veiled manner. So that way the people who aren't paying attention to the story heard it. They're aware that it exists, but they think nothing of it. And they don't really know how this kind of, shit is really infiltrating their schools locally at their level and there's going to be more leah thomas's down the way and then when that's there's what I'm saying, it, dude. that's the scary part because you don't see women going into men's sports you see men taking over women's sports. exactly it'd be totally yeah. different if the women were going into the men's leagues and dominating then there's no argument this guy's going in and dominating and again i don't even care really so much of the nature of what's happening, like this dude dominating women, I more hate, I'm really obsessed with the language being used in all of these news stories, the way that when they interview people who are like, like uh, supporting Leah Thomas, they always speak in a way that it's like they're completely disconnected from the reality of the world, which is, look, uh, you know, you're using bizarre language to really kind of walk around or dance around mental illness. And then on top of it all, 
you guys are supporting a dude beating women, which is just wrong. Like, come on, man. This is just garbage, you know? And these are school. These are girls in school who are just, you know, think about go back in time when you were in high school or in college and you were competing in sports. Like, it was very important to you at that time. Very important to you. It's the, it's everything. Yeah. It's everything. It's your future. Like if you're if you're a 21 year old NCAA swimmer, up to that like your whole life to that point you've that's your whole life, right? You've never done anything else because you've been a kid. Yes, it's your whole life. Exactly, that's it. And when that that one girl uh, I couldn't get the clip, but that one girl was like actually trying to stand up against her and saying like my friend was 17th and she didn't make it to the competition because she was bumped out by Leah Thomas. <laughs> That, holy shit, that's fucked up, dude. Yeah, Oh, really that's is. fucked up. Oh, yeah. And she's like, the girl's a senior, so it was her last chance. Like, dude, you just, that's fucked up, man. That That's everything to these people. Yeah. If, how, how fucking narcissistic do you have to be to just sit there and, and beat these women in the, and compete against these women and then sit up there all proud? Yeah, I'm the first, I'm the best woman. Go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> Seriously, go fuck yourself. Uh, do you think that he is... has any shame for what he's doing? He's got to. It's got to be lonely at night. It's got to be lonely at night. Do you know what I mean, though? You, like uh... You're sitting there, and you, you know. You know you were a, 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 you were a mediocre male swimmer. Yeah, that's it's a weird. Here's what weird. gets me about it is I don't know. Are you doing this to win in competition or is this some sort of long play and social media thing or or and this is the third option and this is what bothers me the most about the, all of this is are we just full on celebrating and exploiting mental illness to to the nth degree now? You know, maybe we shouldn't, nobody should know about this guy. Maybe we should be at a point societally where this guy should be getting help and he shouldn't be allowed to compete against these chicks. Yeah. I don't know why. But I don't know. Instead, who's... he's being celebrated on certain news organizations and then other news sites and podcasts are, you know, I mean, you can't, you can't just ignore it though. Like you can't just ignore it. You know, I mean, Matt Walsh, Walsh got kicked off of Twitter or suspended yeah. for uh, talking about it, essentially. What a weird, what a weird kind of moment in time where, hey, you know, there's a there's about a half the country who thinks there's something wrong here, and you guys are celebrating it, and it's wrong on many different levels, both politically and societally. And if you speak out about it, you could be banned yeah. from Twitter, and you're censored, and. You've made this a political issue. This should just be a social issue or like, you know what I mean? This is a mental health issue. It should be a personal issue. But it's political now. And whoever this dude, Leah Thomas, is, I feel like he'll be memory hold. And then he'll come up again in some sort of political frame. Well, because he's going to go back to a man. Right? Right? You know? Probably? Maybe? I don't know. Probably. Or is he being propped up and he's one of these World Economic Forum stooges like the others and he's going to be some political f- 
you know, representative of this group of people, you know, because mind you, a lot of youth and people in the lower generations or younger generations have now been kind of manipulated. And, you know, the percentages of people who are <laughs> multi crazy, whatever genders, you know, there's like a, a spectrum of gender now, you yeah, know, it's like that 40%. People... So, I mean, if that's the future, yeah. they're going to have representatives for that group and more of them. And what kind of a what kind of future are we looking at with that kind of you know representation in our politics? We're yeah. already seeing it, dude. We got we got Leather Dog Man. We got oh, I know. we yeah, have right. Woman you're of right. the Year you're now. Right. You know, like uh, it, it's weird. So going down the line, well, project you know ten twenty years down the road, are we going to see a you know political run by you know Leah Thomas? You know, probably, probably. Just like we'll see David Hogg. You know who David Hogg is? He's that vocal anti-gun supporter. He survived, I want to say, not Sandy Hook, but uh, something similar. You know, a shooting like that. I can't remember the exact Oh, place. the one in Florida. Yeah. The, um, yeah but the, uh, he, he's going to eventually run uh, for politics sooner rather than later, you know, and uh, we're... Uh, we're gonna see, we're gonna see. I have always was believed Mar- Marjorie Taylor Douglas School or whatever. Was yes, I can't remember <laughs> something like that. Yeah. We're I mean we're gonna see a uh, Rittenhouse Douglas run. Taylor. We're gonna see. Uh, oh, I can't wait to know, see a Rittenhouse run. A Sandman, he's gonna a run. Sandman. You know these guys definitely have to get into politics. Their, their names have been hoisted into the political sphere, and you know they're in the zeitgeist. You know, so they have to go and capitalize on it. And I I think we're gonna see the same out of this Leah Thomas dude. He's he's gonna run and it'll it'll be local and it'll grow from there and you know it's true and we're at the point or we've surpassed the point, dude, where the left totally full on embraces this mentality and this style, you know. Drunk ass. Yeah, they, they went all Pelosi in on it. and they're all they're all in the same <laughs> drunk ass drunk ass. <laughs> You always say she's drunk, man. No, she's just old. She's too old. She can't control her uh, movements. I think she could be drunk and old. <laughs> yeah, it, could. it could be. Plus, they ha- they probably have her on so many uppers, you know, that, like, it's kind of hard to... Well, I think, um, I'm thinking the woke movement is dying here, and, uh, I clipped this for you. You asked me to. It's, it's a bit lengthy, but it's, uh... It's Adam Carolla on LeBron and Kaepernick. Are you ready, Mike? Oh, I forgot all about that. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, dude, this is the March Madness Madness. Yes. It's It's so funny. I love when he does it. It's so funny. I did this just for you. From the Pop Culture Conference, it's the Battle of Blowhard Athletes. LeBron James versus Colin Kaepernick. Yes. LeBron James. LeBron James, you are a tastemaker. You are an influencer. You've captured the imagination of every fucking 13-year-old boy 
on the planet. Nobody is more revered and more respected than you. And yet you have to explain you're scared to leave the house because of racism. <laughs> or every time there's a cop shooting, it's because the black person has a target on their back. Even the fucking cop who shot the black chick who's about to plunge a steak knife into the other black chick. You had to find racism in that. You are poisoning yes. people with this kind of talk. And by the way, all you do is get Netflix deals and pay billions of dollars by whining. So what's the fucking huge beef? By the way, that commercial for Bitcoin where you go talk to the young version of yourself, tell them not to be a pompous douche who never stops talking about racism. That's what I want to see in that commercial. Sit down with a 17-year-old version of yourself and go, don't be a pompous, race-hustling douchebag. Instead, be a happy billionaire. Oh, so good. Yes. Colin Kaepernick. Oh, hold on. I need to I was going to say. I'm not playing shape. I want all Allen Iverson on everyone's ass. Practice. Too much in the conference tournament. Practice? What do you need to practice for? Walked right out onto the hardwood and I fucking lost my mojo. All right, but Oh, Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Oh, or as I like to call him, Malcolm XXL. Look at a picture of that guy. Looked like a Syrian cab driver his first year in the league. Then all of a sudden the hair shoots out 40 feet and a fucking black leather and the black turtleneck comes on. I don't trust anyone that completely tries to change their look and their vibe, especially when they're hammering checks for it. Sorry, Gargos. The guy's a douchebag. And also the fucking commercial that we're running for young Colin on Netflix or whatever that is, and they're showing, oh, the NFL Combine, and it just morphs right into the slave auction. So you're quaint. First off, why are you trying to get back into the slave auction? If they, uh, The actual Combine, you're trying to get back into the league, the racist league? Yes. You're hustling to get back into that so league? Racist. But also... I ask you this. There may be some similarities, but I've said it once and I'll say it again. When a slave tears an ACL, you think they're frantically rehabbing to get back in the field? I don't think so. I think they nurse it for a couple of seasons. Oh, my God. Yo, he fucking nailed, nailed both those guys. Oh, fucking nailed it. That the, was so good. The woke athlete, man. That's what's wrong with him. That is what's wrong with him. Yeah. That's why I hate LeBron. You did make a great point about LeBron. I don't know if that was in a private conversation or on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> about being like a good male role model. He's a phenomenal male role model. <clears throat> yeah. And I especially I would say for, um, you know, young men like himself. You know. Right. Because you're right. He doesn't really get caught womanizing and... You know, he's got a family. He's entering 20 years in the league or whatever. He's went in from high school. Name me one one Kobe Bryant-like rape controversy or anything. Rape, no, or, or beat a woman. Drugs. Or, yeah, drinking. Nothing. DUI. Not one. Not one. He's, yeah. So I, you got to give him that. Yeah. But, dude, the race hustling, man. You're doing so much damage to the communities you're you're trying to help. You know? Well, I mean, he came out and said that thing about the chick with the knife and how, uh, do you remember he tweeted that picture of the cop and said, you're next. Yeah, you're next. Yeah, like, come on. Come dude. on. That's how? really a line. That's You're crossing the line right there. You know? And how does that help, you know, the people you're trying to help? 
also, look, um, I understand you have a platform, and you are a great role model, in my opinion. So say the right things. Pick and choose. Yeah, hey, have a publicist. You got the money. You know, may, you know, have someone who filters what you have to say a little bit. You should... You know, you should be watching what you have to say. You know who's not out there tweeting every day about nonsense or whatever's going on politically in the world? Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Yeah, that's true. Tom Brady. You yeah. know, they keep pretty quiet. And you know what? They're superstars OJ just like is. LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> if he did it, Mike. If he did he it. Love if, he <laughs> if he did it. If he did it, it would have been a better book. <laughs> Okay. Uh, no, you're right. He's a good male model, but dude, ah, that's he's no different than Colin Kaepernick in my in my opinion, though. Well, they're race baiters. Like, they're race baiters. Yeah, it, like dividing us even more. It just you don't, don't have Michael Jordan going out there and releasing Netflix specials on how racist the NBA is. You know, you have right. Michael Jordan going out there making his millions through Nike deals and McDonald's deals and through all those all of, contracts, all he eventually that. accumulated enough wealth to go and purchase an NBA team. He's an owner now. I mean, the guy yeah. is the epitome of success, you know? And... LeBron, go quietly and do that and be a role model. Shut up. You know, learn, right. take a page out of Michael Jordan's book, you know. <laughs> and, and, you know, Michael Jordan speaks out every once in a while and there's these shootings and stuff. And he's, it's clearly through his publicist. He probably, you know, gets tweeted or, uh, you know, he probably gets texted while he's on the golf course and he just texts back, just write something for me. And then yeah. the publicist, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Tweets it out for Michael Jordan. Oh, LeBron, come on, dude. Lay off the Twitter. Give it to somebody else yeah. for a change, you know? Just stop with the race hustling, man. It's a lot you know, of hustling. You, you don't see the guys like uh, Shaq, you know, Charles Barkley. Right. You don't really see too much of them. And we are identifying it, an older know? generation who probably didn't, you know, they're still fresh to the um, using. I mean, they probably you know. experienced racism probably worse that lebron doesn't even know about you know what i mean like, yes i actually i bet you're right <laughs> yeah but i mean like now like i don't think people realize like cell phones kind of changed everything you can't really be a racist nowadays it's going to be all over the you know you can't open you, if you are open you can't go around then, you go yeah. you go around yelling the n-word at black people anywhere and that shit's gonna make it on the internet <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you right. know? Like, yeah whereas before i'm sure it happened a lot more frequently you know maybe lebron is just a victim to our modern era and our modern culture where you know people just don't have as much class anymore i mean people <laughs> used to at least wear jeans at the very least on a plane now they're wearing pjs and slippers you know and it's just we're kind of in a weird societal place yeah. where I don't think there's like as much filter. There's not as much decency. People aren't really, you know. Every asshole has a podcast. Every asshole <laughs> has a podcast. <laughs> Podcasting is more, their, you know, you're alone in your their house. opinion. Hey, when I leave on my house, I put on some clean pants, you know, and I make sure I'm showered. I, I feel like uh, people have lost that kind of, you know, yeah. mojo in their life a little bit, you know, and. 
even the players. Look at some of these players, you know, like, <coughs> I don't know. They, they're allowed to say what they want. And actually, the NBA really endorses and pushes having a social media presence. That's kind of part of the NBA. Yeah, but as long as it follows certain... Well, you have to, you have <laughs> you to listen go out to the and... mouse. Yeah. You have to follow yeah, the can't... rules of the mouse, Mike. You can't go out there and start talk, <laughs> talking about... Uh... <laughs> Better do what I say. Better say what I say. Uh, Mickey, what about the Uyghurs? <laughs> Shut your little mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, can't mention them. Yeah, can't no, no. mention them. <laughs> it's they. Disney controls the world. If nobody knows, it's the truth. They own everything, including LeBron. Not Florida. <laughs> Not Ron DeSantis. <laughs> They're having a hard time in Florida. Well, hey, uh, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You had two Disneys, one operating out of uh, lockdown California and the other one operating out of uh, wide open Florida. (laughs) One probably (laughs) did way better than the other financially. I can only assume. I'm no expert. I'm not a smart guy. I'm no math magician here, but I have a feeling, just a feeling that... uh, This is a plumber taking a shot at your financial numbers. (laughs) But I'm going to go out on a limb and say one did better, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they're going to bring COVID back, Mike. You know this, right? I don't think they can. I don't. I, I don't think they can. Oh, I know. Contraire. I know. Contraire. They're talking about. They're, they're talking about the restrictions and everything. They're, they're trying to. Uh, I yeah no. They're doing it because of the election. They want to do the mail in bad uh, mail in voting. You brought this up with me recently, and I threw it down in some of our notes. And I think you're right. I am now entering the the point where I believe they are going to try and bring it back. And it's the midterms, baby. They really want yeah. to. Uh, they want to convince you that here we go. Uh, you got to mail in those ballots because it's not safe for you to go outside again. And uh, I have. Uh, I got a little something for you, Mike. I hope you're oh. excited. Uh, I can't wait. Authorities tonight are urging caution. Not Dave a lot. This is your boy. Yeah, Dave Muir. <laughs> I know. We all love Dave Muir. Arm, but caution so amid these rising COVID cases across Europe and China, driven by the Omicron subvariant. They're now predicting it could become the dominant strain here in the U.S., oh believing it is at least Uh-oh. 30% more transmissible than Omicron was. Uh-oh. They say it wasn't yeah. too early to take off the masks, but to keep them nearby, and they're not ruling out oh. needing them again. Oh. Osasami at the CDC tonight in Atlanta. Osasami, save me. At the same time, most of this country is now dropping COVID restrictions because of declining cases. Health officials tonight are closely watching a new subvariant of Omicron that's spreading overseas. The cases we're seeing are just the tip of the iceberg. That coronavirus <laughs> subvariant is called BA2, and across Europe BA2. and China, it's spreading quickly. Dr. Anthony Fauci believes America could see a new wave of these cases e- this excuse spring. Excuse me? Yes! Did he just say... He's back, baby! Ah! Oh, you couldn't live without him. Yes, sir. (laughs) Oh, Fauci, baby. Oh, I missed you. It can't be true. He's back, baby. It's too good to be true. Mike. Oh, man. 
I can't wait to hear when, what our friend Tony has to say. Welcome back, Fauci. We expect that over the coming weeks, it likely will be more and more dominant <laughs> over the BA1. He says the vaccines oh. work against it, and it doesn't appear to cause more severe disease than the current dominant strain. But scientists believe it's between 30 and 80 percent more transmissible. BA2 is already <laughs> nearly. Thirty to eighty. What kind of fucking range is that, dude? Thirty to eighty percent. Hey, Mike. Sixty percent of the time, it works every time, dude. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> You're the, you're, the, you're the head of the NIH. You think it'd be better than 30 to 80%? Mike, it's numbers and math. Come on, dude, don't worry about that. Come on. Peter Francis Dracy gives me a better percentage in his fucking commercials when he says 50 to 100% are likely to do drugs. In the U.S., and at nearly a third of this country's wastewater sampling sites, which have become an early warning system for COVID cases, samples that are positive for the coronavirus are up 1,000% in the last two weeks. What the director do? of the CDC says, don't throw away that mask just yet. They should put Thank that God mask in a drawer because if uh, we have more cases that occur in the winter time, if we have more cases that occur because of a new variant, we want to make sure that people have had the opportunity to take those masks off so that we can re-implement them and protect people. Oh, them again. Public health officials are pointing uh -oh, out that you just said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> You know, wintertime. Yeah, yeah. November-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think October. Yeah, yeah. So September, October. We might manipulate a little weather, bring in a little early snow, you know. Uh, uh, release a couple biolab weapons, you know. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what do they in October, November? You might have to bring that mask out, you know. <laughs> From the vaccines and prior infections is getting less every day. Pfizer, for example, is asking the government to approve a fourth shot for Americans 65 oh, and older. Yeah. I don't think there's yeah. any doubt oh, that God. sooner or later, particularly among the elderly, that they will need a boost of a fourth <laughs> yeah. shot. Boost! Health officials here at the CDC worry that we could only be a couple weeks away from what they're seeing in Europe right now. And they point out that a new variant oh. of the coronavirus could pop up at any time. It's going to pop up. David? Just a reminder for us all. Like a continually, Steve. Thank you. Uh, These guys kept. Oh my God, they, that can't be serious. Do you know what this they means, can't though? Let it go. I predicted this a couple episodes ago. Um, I said that Ukraine didn't work, so they're gonna they're gonna sweep it. Go back to COVID. They're going back to COVID. Holy dude. shit, dude! Holy. Just like, like that. Everybody, prepare your Twitter accounts and uh, profiles. Get those needles back. Uh, you can take no down the way. flags. You can take the flags down. You can put the <laughs> but, needle back. But, not, but the needle doesn't count unless it's your fourth. Yeah, you got to get your fourth and then your fifth. Fourth boost. boost. They're going back to the boost. Back to the boost. What year are these clips coming from? Uh, Seriously, <laughs> this is unbelievable. Really mind blowing. You guys, 
they really have no plan for the midterms, so they're going back to COVID. Dude, and it's not even, they're not even changing the script. It's they started back around again, and back around again, and back around again. And it's like it's over and over and over and over. Hey, you remember this one? We're going to do it again. You know, it's, we're literally, this is Tom Petty playing the same playlist, <laughs> the same set list at every city over and over again, each tour. We're seeing the Tom Petty show of COVID. That's what this like, is. Like she literally said, "Okay, remember those masks? We proved that they didn't work. Well, put them away because we're gonna bring them back. Put them in the drawer, <laughs> dude. Yeah, put them in the drawer. <laughs> what? Well, here's my question to you: Does this yeah. stick? Does this work? Or did are we now at the point where a va- uh, a larger percentage of people see through?" see through the trash and they understand now like hey we were lied to are we at the fool me once shame on me you fool me twice we don't get fooled again (laughs) fool me for two years you might be an american (laughs) or canadian (laughs) i don't know i think they might be doing the fourth shot just because nobody took the third and they got to get rid of them I really think that's what it is. I, I I don't find really anybody talking about they vaccinated their kids. I don't talk. I mean, nobody I know really got the booster. I know some of, boosted folk. Uh, I feel like what I heard from the boosted folk and their reactions to it, the consensus seems I'm done getting boosted. You know, yeah. And this was yeah. months ago, and now you know. First of all, Fauci sounds a little tired, man. And uh, you, we didn't do a visual. This isn't a visual visual show, but Fauci, he looks a little beat up. I'm not going to lie. It looks like he's been I, getting roughed up a little bit over there. I, uh, I, was, yeah, I thought the opposite, dude. I was wishing we were video because he couldn't get the smirk off his face. <laughs> he was literally smirking the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was smirking. Well, you know, uh, in times of hardship... Everybody turns to God. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing he was back, dude. Do you think there was so much online chatter about him disappearing that they brought not only him, but also Walensky? Simon in the same clip, man. I couldn't believe they're both yeah. back. They actually, you know what? Gone. I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the picture of him right now, dude. You're right. He does kind of look pale. Maybe he's dying from the vaccine. You think they just forced him to take it? And then... <laughs> <laughs> because actually, uh, a known rule or some of the rules in as far as the CDC, the White House, um, people at Pfizer, they were not forced to take the vaccines. That... That's what kills me. That's what kills me the most. They were not required. Uh, I think it was Pfizer didn't mandate its employees. Neither did Moderna. None of them did. That's unbelievable. It's amazing you could openly discuss that and still people out there are going to go out there and get their fourth shot. Fourth, dude. we We have episodes probably from like months ago where we laughed and joked about the fourth shot. They, we now just played a clip and Fauci's back and he's he's talking, he's talking (laughs) shot number four, dude. Of course he is. The joke is always the reality. The conspiracy from six months ago is the truth today. Always. It's Uh, unbelievable, man. Frank, I'm not back. I never left. (laughs) 
I'm everywhere, Frank. How many times I gotta tell you? You feel that? T- you feel that tingle on the back of your neck when you're in the dark? That's Fauci watching. He knows you didn't get the vaccine. How, how could I leave until everybody's taking the shot? It's in my contract with Pfizer. <laughs> I, I promised Pfizer I would deliver 300 million bodies. I got to deliver. Dude, dude, it's funny that he's back. And do you think he disappeared for a minute? Because, okay, I think we're at, um, I think you're, you're actually onto something. I think contractually he had to come back and... I think and push a fourth shot. I really think he had to come back and push the fourth shot because because they know they're about to lose big, bigly in the uh, midterms. And do you think they know and he knows that they're coming after Fauci and Collins and probably yeah. Walensky? And I think they're. I think they're. I think the big thing is they're doing it as a preparation for uh, a lot of information coming out, like Pfizer. Stock hit a huge bump after they talked about the fourth shot. Mike, the like entire world does. hit a uh, stock bump. <laughs> and, and so I think Let's they're just preparing Brandon. for 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 a huge sell off because it's not eventually it's so going to come. This is probably that last push that we've always talked about. How they're going to you know yeah. cheeseburgers aside, they're going to go for one last you know. Hey, you better take this. You know, for those who aren't haven't been paying attention, hey, here's your fourth one. You need it. You know, I, I think they know at the very least this time next year, there's there's gonna be a Republican controlled House and Senate, and there there's gonna be inquiries. Absolutely, into what you guys have been doing. <laughs> Rand Paul's promising it, dude. It's promised, and it's going to happen. It is going to. I mean, I don't know what's gonna come of it, but it's gotta be scaring these people. Actually, did you hear about his proposal? I think it's great to get rid of Fauci's position. Mike, I have it right here, actually, if you want to hear it. Uh, yeah. Do you think that Dr. Fauci is going to escape justice after all of this carnage that we've seen in this country? And I hate that What guy. do you have in yeah, store I for him? Yeah, I know. Just well, tomorrow you we'll have a health committee meeting. But I hate this guy. I will present an amendment that will get a vote <laughs> on eliminating Anthony Fauci's position. I think we should eliminate his position, divide it into three, and appoint three new directors that will be approvable by the Senate. The yes. problem with having only one person and having everything go before him for like 40 years is that he has monopolized power and he's. 40 years, by the way, like literally 1984, Fauci came into his position. Wow. I when I read that, I actually had to relook it up to that's make sure that I was we reading. Like <laughs> that's a that's a generation. A lifetime. Yeah. This yeah. guy. Man. And whew, Was that am- Reagan? Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Created a culture that's not conducive to scientific inquiry. You need people who question. That's what science is about. It's about questioning and putting forth your your hypothesis and then trying to prove it with experiments. But he's shown Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins have both shown that they they're, they they'll get into the mud if you don't agree with their political opinions. They'll go after you. That's why oh, yeah. the last time I had an exchange with Dr. Fauci, we asked him about some emails between him and Dr. Collins. And in the emails, he says, "Let's do a dramatic takedown of three scientists." 
scientists who they disagreed with politically. Well, when a person like Dr. Fauci controls $5 billion worth of money, it's not good that we have a really petty tyrant who wants to take down the people he disagrees with. And that's not conducive to scientific inquiry. So it's long past time that we remove him from government. And I think really the power should be split up into three different positions. And then one person wouldn't have a monopoly of so much power that they could use against their enemies. So That's you're effectively beautiful. firing him by eliminating his position and then dividing into three different titles. Yeah, it's a great idea. I really like it. This, this Rand Paul, <laughs> it's going to take more than three to do the work of God. Come on. <laughs> three mortals? I don't think so. <laughs> do you know, did you notice the, the language? That Rand Paul uses, he, it's almost like yeah. he knows Fauci's watching these clips. Oh, for sure. And that for he, sure. he is using very particular language, specific words that you know must be enraging Tony Fauci <laughs> when he hears <laughs> yeah, them. I, I just, that's why it makes me laugh so much whenever I hear him talk. It's like, and look, hey, we've admittedly not Rand Paul fans, but oh, no, we really weren't into the guy. Um, we we sided until- with the we sided with the neighbor that tackled him <laughs> on the lawnmower. I just want that to be clear. But Rand Paul, one of the only people in the Senate standing up to Fauci throughout the COVID theater. I love it, yeah. and I it absolutely, really you know, you have to um, give credit where credit is due, and you know, hey, we appreciate having a guy like Rand Paul. And a guy like Ted Cruz out there who are, you know, going to stand up and speak out against these guys. Uh, they, did exa- they did exactly what you vote these people in there to do. Yeah. To stand up for your rights when they're being <laughs> trampled on by people like Dr. Fauci. You know what I mean? That's, they you know, actually did their job. Yeah, and you notice they always leave out Peter Dashik. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. He is... Uh, Main, I don't think he matters. Dude, he's a main player in all this. And he's always left out of the conversation. Every art every article every clip we listen it, to. Uh, every time. Just... Yeah. So Fauci's the fall guy. That's my point. You think he is, huh? He was from day one. I think he knows it now too. That's why he looks he doesn't look good, man. He looks like a man yeah. who knows he killed millions of people. <laughs> and I don't, yeah. Maybe yeah, he right. was a patsy, you know? Uh, Un- unknowingly. He could be the... Uh, it is, it is, I was literally thinking that the other day, uh, oh, yesterday, because like everybody they put up on that pedestal just... It, they fall hard. Hard. Dramatically. I, was, I, I really thought it the other day when I was watching Bill Maher and he was talking about Zelensky and like how women love him. And like, and I was like, holy shit, the media, the women, the Democrats, everybody loves this guy. He's going to fall for something. Something's going to happen. And it's the same thing with Fauci. You know what I mean? Well, who's disappeared? I always like to think about who we're no longer talking about. The, the Cuomo-sexuals? Cuomo-sexuals. Nobody's talking about Trudeau anymore. Yeah. What happened Trudeau? to Gavin Newsom? Where are these people? Was, he, was the hero the shining light? What happened to Governor yeah. Stacey Abrams and her oh, you know, yeah. meteoric pres- rise to fame? The president of Earth? <laughs> well, dude, Stacey Abrams... I love that picture of her in front of those masked kids. That's the image of Democrats for everybody. 
And yeah. dude, when we stop talking about people in the news, the big question is why? What are you hiding? Well, you're hiding bad press. That's what you're hiding. And you're all hiding, of these yeah. people are bad press. Fauci's bad press. I can't believe they trotted him out for this. That must mean that Ukraine isn't working. I can't believe he came back. I can't believe he's back, dude. He's like full on That's back. That's so funny. I, you were hard pressed oh, to find anything God. Fauci for two, three, maybe a month. How long? How many weeks were maybe, we? Maybe he just took a vacation. That's <laughs> yeah, possible. He, he should have had a better tan, dude. He looked way better like a year ago. Makes me he's think mi- he's, he's in trouble. You know, he's got millions of dollars. Well, it could. This could all have some relation to those bio labs that recently came up in the news. And maybe they need to do one last kind of, I don't know, save face, you know? I mean, hmm. those biolabs were sweeping the news pretty fast, and it was right around the time Fauci was nowhere. Same with Wilensky, same with Collins, same with uh, Dashik's never talked about. Uh, so these guys were all gone. And then what did we see everywhere? And hey, Alex Jones, always right, right? You know, and he, <laughs> yeah, everybody was enough time. Hey, when he was talking about those biolabs, we, we, we played some clips like, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting timing. Also, what's funny is last week we were talking about, um, where are the midterms? If this were any other political season, I feel like, uh, during Trump, we were talking midterms in January. Yeah. <laughs> of, of 2016 <laughs> or 2017 where are like, they he was, like, he was inaugurated and then the next day they were talking about the fucking midterms uh dude well, that's what i was trying to say earlier no left-wing media is talking about any any like anybody that's running they're not uh, talking man, about we're six months away races. from midterms dude we're not talking midterms are you kidding me like what's happening yeah they're not mentioning it at all Nothing. well well we just played the clip they're Honing back in on COVID, and what does that mean? What If we really want to focus on COVID and scaring people with COVID, what does it really have to do? Well, it's shutting people into their homes and forcing them to mail-in ballot. And, you know, I think That's it's becoming... Not I think it's pretty obvious now to everybody. Those mail-in ballots were the vehicle for them to sway the election, let's say, for lack of a better term. Sure. And so, I, sure. you know, look, they, they're now in full realization... Shit, the only way we can cheat this time again is we got to... Let's bring back COVID. Bring back COVID! You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? They need it. Because it's weird. They were really kind of pushing for this weird World War Three. And hey, you know, remember we had Raccoon 6 on not too long ago, and he was talking about how that cyber attack was probably going to come next, and they were going to blame it on Russia. And it yeah. kind of seems like... You know, they always float things out into the news to see how the, you know, gauge how the public reacts. And I feel like nobody really kind of caught on to that cyber attack thing, you know, and like the internet going out. Yeah, I I really think they were hoping this Russia thing would be bigger than it ended up being. Yeah. Because it's not distracting away from the $5 gas and nobody's believing this is all because of Putin. Absolutely. And now so, more than ever, I feel like people, because they got so screwed over with the COVID narrative and the woke narrative, to be totally honest, now people are more people than ever are questioning this Ukraine narrative and yeah. the lockstep nature of the media. I, see, I, don't and, know, I don't I don't think anybody's even thinking about Ukraine, to be honest with you. 
I agree. I'm you right That's now. what I'm telling. I don't you, think it got any. Everybody traction. I talk to, people are worried about fucking money. Money. That's what fucking people are worried it's about. It's the economy, these days. stupid. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. That's. And do you think maybe then, uh, because yeah. we're in agreement that legacy media or the mainstream media, M5M, they are in cahoots with the democrats and they are essentially state media at this time so is it any wonder as to why we're not talking midterms here man it's march no i I, honestly i think they need to i think they're gonna bring we joke about the midterms but i think at this point the midterms don't even really matter to them you think it's just a wash completely like they're like we're we're out i think they don't know how to fix the economy without admitting what they did wrong and so you need COVID. Nobody believes this war in Ukraine is the reason inflation is so high because right. it was fucking through the roof before Ukraine even happened. Right. So what do yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah. What are you I talking do. about here? Right. What are you guys talking about? So now they need COVID to come back so they can keep blaming COVID. Really, really these, this insane inflation and everything is because you guys kept the economy closed a year longer than you should have. And then and you, nobody you knows pumped why more you did money. That. You pumped out more fake cash into yes. people's pockets because to you convince the them that the pandemic rescue was going plan. On. Yes, and nobody believed it was going on. They just took the they fucking took the money. Money, dude. Of course, yeah. And, and, and you're st- you're yeah. still bragging about how you lifted more kids out of poverty. You just threw money at people for a year. Okay, give me two, by the end of, by the end of your term, you're gonna have way more people in poverty than you did before you start. And you can't just keep throwing money at these people because the money has to come from somewhere. Also, the mandates, man. A lot of people lost their jobs from these mandates. They ain't going Absolutely. back. That's Absolutely. the thing that happened, too. And, I think did, that's and, those, and those people were in blue cities, the major cities, right. the three biggest cities of, of our country is seeing the, the greatest decline they've ever. I think they've ever seen. Oh, 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 o